right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. Um, coming at you live uh, during the, uh, I guess it's halftime. Uh, Trey Lance just got a touchdown. Uh, San Francisco against Green Bay. Green Bay's winning, though. Uh, shout out to all the Raider fans that turned into Niner fans. Um, it's looking great, right? Looking great so far for you guys. But uh, the Raiders won today. Raiders played the Dolphins at home. And they won in overtime. Uh, 31-28 in overtime. Uh, some would say it's a thriller. Some would say it was a great win. Some would say it was a hard-fought, gritty win. Um, but I got to be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm, today was the day I got concerned about the Raiders. And I, and I will I'll elaborate because I want to get to the good part first. It's a 3-0 football team. 3-0. Don't care how it happened. If it's three and zero, I'm with it. You you can't you can't be mad at your team starting three and zero. What I'm gonna say later in the show is nitpicking because I want this team to be great, and I nitpick things I want to be great. Bad habit of mine, probably honestly. But uh, I feel like if you listen to the show, you probably do the same thing. Now, what the what the Raiders did was they they found a way to win when they were ready to give the game away, which that doesn't happen a lot. But how, how long do we want to be saying that? Baltimore, you could say the same thing in overtime. How, how long do we want to be saying, like, the Raiders should have lost that game, but they won? It doesn't feel very sustainable, right? But they won. Raiders did a few really nice things in this game that they didn't do last year. You know, starters, I, I thought they covered the deep ball fantastic. Jacoby Brissett was making nice throws deep down the field. Like, those weren't bad throws. The one to Will Fuller in the end zone, broken up by Jonathan Abram. Trayvon Mullen deep against uh, against Will Fuller. He actually had another one where he, he basically ran the route for Will Fuller deep. They did a great job on Will Fuller, except for the two-point conversion. That's there. There's differences on this team. So let me just say it's not just same old, same old, right? Also, the pass rush, you know. At times, at times, this pass rush disappeared in the game, but it was still there more than it ever was last year. Solomon Thomas has been a fantastic Raider so far. There's no way to slice it. He's been fantastic. Thought Quentin Jefferson had his best game as a Raider. A couple pressures, got a sack early, was, was in there on a sack. Defensive line played well. Defensive line played really well. But they did a good job against the run. And, and I thought the overall tackling on the defense was good, too. I thought there were some nice tackles in the second level. Um, nice tackles for four-yard gain. I thought Corey Littleton had a really nice game. Corey Littleton, I think, has been getting a little too much hate for Raider Nation because Corey Littleton's the guy. You don't really see him a lot on the play when he's doing well because he's an off-ball linebacker. He's going to be covering in the second level. So sometimes there's plays where the quarterback holds the ball long. Corey Littleton's probably doing his job on that play. But people just kind of see maybe a missed tackle here and there. Maybe not the interception. Some people thought we'd get interceptions out of him. I'm one of them. But I thought he made really nice tackles. I actually smacked the hell out of, uh, I want to say it was Miles Gaskin, um, either him or Malcolm Brown, whoever uh, up the middle, he, he laid it out. But I, I thought uh, I thought the tackling overall was good. I thought Jonathan Abram. Um, has, has continued to have a really nice season for the Raiders. It's it's come up huge. Um, he had to play deep safety at one point in this game. 
And uh, I don't know about you, but I was like, no, no, please don't. Please do not put this man at deep safety. Made a huge play on Will Fuller in the end zone. Huge play. And uh, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Let's get this live stream going. But, uh, yeah, no, I thought, I thought the tackling was good in this game. I, 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 thought they, I thought they did a decent job on defense until just the last part at the end. Um, again, I still wouldn't put that on the defense, what happened at the end. It, when I start complaining, I'll, I'll say who I put that on. But, um, you know, also the young receivers in this game, good things. The young receivers in this game. Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs are turning into dogs. They're turning into dogs. Henry Ruggs had two out-of-this-world vertical leap catches in this game. Out of this world. That's what separates you from Tavon Austin. I've been kind of rude to Henry Ruggs. I, I love him. now. I do. If he plays this way, I, I'm in. I am in. He should have had a huge day today. Carr flat out missed him, I thought, in almost the same play against the Steelers where Ruggs was basically just burned both people that were trying to contain him. And Carr just, Carr just didn't put enough air under that ball. If he did, easy touchdown. Brian Edwards, huge plays. How many huge plays, is, has, huge catches has this guy made for this team? Should have had the game winner, honestly. Like, he missed it by a couple inches against Baltimore. And then you have big plays over the middle. One of Carr's best throws of the day where he drops it in the bucket in overtime to get him to cross midfield. Uh, I believe that was on either second down or third down. I can't remember if that was second or third down. But, yeah, like I said, Brian Edwards making huge plays. I think uh, Ruggs had about 85 yards and uh, Edwards had 89. We'll, we'll take that out of those guys. This is a, this is a you know, spread out offense. This is turning – the Raiders are turning into a spread offense. Um. Then also the running game is back uh, for now. Tell you what, there were some yards left on the field by Kenyon Drake early um, when he was when he was running the ball from like shotgun. And I think some of the holes looked okay uh, where Jacobs knows what to do with those. As, today I thought they really missed Jacobs. I didn't think they missed him against the Steelers. Today they, they missed him. There were a couple plays that really should have been, um, even though I don't believe he's really much faster than Peyton Barber, I do think on a couple runs, Jacobs could have made a little something more happen. Just just uh, could have got like five yards out of plays that maybe got broken up in the backfield. But Peyton Barber, huge runs late. He scares the hell out of me sometimes. That ball just pops out sometimes with Peyton Barber. It just feels like a thing. Ball just shoots out. Alec Ingold, like I've never seen a guy predict a fumble more than Alec Ingold. It was like he predicted it. It went to right to him. Like he was fielding a punt. He was like, yeah, that's my, I anticipated that ball shooting out. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, like Pey- Peyton Barber and then stretching out over the end zone. Somebody's asking me about Andre James. Guys, I'm being positive right now. I will get to the negative stuff. What's up, Tier? How you doing, man? So There's stuff here that we're seeing. We're seeing growth of young players, which I like. I actually thought Trayvon Merrick at the end of the game where he got hurt, um, not end of the game, end of regulation, I should say, um, where Trayvon Mullen coming into a penalty. That was a hell of a play by Trayvon Merrick, by the way. I don't think I don't think he would have been down in bounds, but it, hey, if there's no PI on that play, that's a great pass breakup in the end zone, which the Raiders did a lot. They 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 broke up the passes deep. So so there's good stuff there. 
there's good stuff there and they got the win. They're winning games they should lose, which I, I'm just tired of games. I'm tired of these games against teams that they I believe they're better than where they win a game they should lose. Right. Does that feel sustainable to you? Does that feel like you're building a good team where there's a team that you should beat up on? Nah, nah, Jacoby Brissett, he's not terrible. He's not an awful quarterback. But if the Raiders lost to Jacoby Brissett, I was I had some words ready. Right. He, he played well. He, he he did. He truly did. He was he, he started off slow in the first half, but he really moved around. I already moved around. And, and he he did that. But but Jacoby Brissett's not the guy you want to get picked apart by late. He's, he's just not that guy. But, you know, it is we're three and oh, Raiders are three and oh. Last time they were three and oh, went to the Super Bowl. They lost. But I, I'd sign up for that this year. Honestly, losing a Super Bowl would be crushing. I'd sign up for it. And uh, maybe this is a sign of good things to come because I, I do see a high upside with this team. I see a higher upside than I did last year. Some of the stuff I thought would happen last year is happening this year with the wide receivers, Rugs, Edwards, really stepping up. Like Darren Waller does not have to be the hero, but Darren Waller seems to always make that big play when you kind of forget about him sometimes. Teams are game planning to take him out of the game. Why wouldn't you? But sometimes he still pops up, snags that ball out of the sky. That guy could change a light bulb at the top of the Catholic church, man. Like Darren Waller, the way he hyped, like a ball, a ball is seriously thrown at like a, like 10 feet over his head. I don't think I'm being exaggerating here at all. And he just grabs that shit. Unbelievable player catches in traffic, tough guy. That's why he's getting paid. He's getting the bag. There's no way like, there's no way Gruden Gruden would question questions his sexuality over Darren Waller. I'll say that much. He questions himself. He's like, Hey man, I would. And he just, they look at each other, and Darren Wall was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And Gruden's like, "Nah, nothing. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, back to back to the field. Yeah, get back to the field, Darren." But offense is really starting. The weapons are there. Um, I thought I don't know. I'll get to how uh, the first half was, but the offensive line in this late in the second half they're still having trouble with blitzes guys are coming in way too clean on blitzes and i know that part of that's going empty gruden's trying to spread it out this year that does come with downsides we all know that Carr's not a mobile quarterback but the weapons are there the weapons are there. So this can be a top five offense in the nfl if it's not already but I, I think sustainably this could be a top five offense if some guys continue to develop Thought Alex Leatherwood actually played pretty well today. Um, I know he got beat a couple times in, in pass reps, but thinking the run game, some some of those runs, I only saw a couple where where Leatherwood was really putting in work, dragging Emmanuel Ogba out of the play, snow plowing him, and I did see some some good things from him in this game. Um, it's still it's going to be a work in progress in pass protection. Everybody told us that. We all should know that. And at the end of the day, I think I think Carr played well, even though even though he slowed, like the the oof, beginning of that game. Charles Davis was trying to blame Foster Moreau for that interception, and I, I'll let the, I'll let the film guys tell me what happened. But in my head, I saw zone coverage there, and I thought Foster Moreau made the right move, sitting in zone coverage. That was a bad pick six from Carr. No matter how you slice it, they were moving that ball. That was their first drive. Was it no second drive? Second drive because I think they went three and out in the first drive. Second drive moving down the field. Everything's going well. All systems go. 
Then he throws that pick six. Brutal. Even if it's not a pick six, I felt confident at that time the Raiders stopping Jacoby Brissett. They couldn't get anything going early on offense, Miami. But I, but I got to say, like, Carr, Carr just makes these huge throws. I do feel confident as Carr in a one-score game. I feel confident against anybody with Derek Carr it, within a one-score game. There's times where he, he missed a couple throws today. I thought he was good today. I didn't think he was great. And he's had two great games and one good one. Uh, this was good, not great. And that interception was inexcusable, in my opinion, for somebody in their eighth year. But, but you know, whatever. Didn't fumble today. Look, played winning football, largely. Uh, Derek Carr did. So let's get to the bad side of today. And I'll tell you why I just – I okay, let, let's let's go to when the Raiders won, when Carlson kicks the game-winning field goal. Daniel Carlson, by the way, is getting Daniel, – Daniel Carlson is getting oh, some hate today. Um, and I, th- I think the broadcast really thought it was unfair, to be honest. He missed an extra point. Look, you don't miss extra points. Come on, especially somebody as good as him. You shouldn't be missing extra points, but – Come on, man. They act like that was really the deciding factor in the game. That was like there were like four possessions after that on offense. It, it just it, it was he missed an extra point, but like that that's not the deciding factor in the game. I was much Daniel Carlson still made field goals in that game when he had to. I, I I'm not mad at that. And it's his first miss of the year. He's been nails otherwise. Nails. And he kicks convincing field goals. Those things are right down the middle. Boom. Got it. Like that Miami kicker. What That guy loves the right upright. Just kicking right at it every time. Hopefully it goes. He loves that. Carlson's right down the middle. And I thought it was unfair. It's like, oh, if you didn't miss that extra point. It's like, yeah, I, if that happens inside of like seven minutes in the fourth quarter, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I just, like I said, you after that, Gruden gets super conservative. After they stopped the, the, the Dolphins on fourth down on the quarterback sneak, great defensive stand. Unbelievable defensive stand. That should have been the game, man. That offense has to find a way to put it away. And that's on Gruden. People know that's on Gruden. I don't think Carr's calling three running plays there. If Carr is calling the plays. I'm not saying he should. I'm just, I'm just saying. If Carr's calling the plays, he knows that he's going to have to win that game. He's going to have to win that game. And he knows he's going to, I got to get a couple first downs and through the air right now for the Raiders is the better way to do that. Even though the run game was better today. Carr is the guy that knows that we got to move the sticks, right? Gruden just feels like defense has got it. Hopefully we break this run. Hopefully we get a a 12 yard run here, but otherwise my defense has got it. And we just we just cannot be there yet with the Raiders defense. We just have to be Gruden has to understand that that they've, they've been playing well this year. I thought I, I even thought they played well today. I just thought in the fourth quarter that pass rush got winded, you know, it got winded, but I thought they I thought they played well today. And look, if you want to people want to blame Daniel Carlson for that extra point, it's like you you'd have a better shot blaming Carr for the pick six on the first, you know, second drive of the game. Because if we're talking about early points, you got to talk about all the early points that shouldn't have happened. Or should have happened in Carlson's case. But it's Gruden getting conservative. And that was the reason why, even when the Raiders made that field goal at the end, I, I breathed a sigh of relief. I took my dog out 
for a walk. I, I was I didn't have that like elated feeling when the Raiders won this game. And I should have, right? They're three and They're three and This is fantastic. A fantastic start. They have such a better, they have a, like a great chance to make the playoffs, you know, just off being three and oh, that gives you such a buffer to have a slower time where you maybe lose one or two in a row and you're like, ah, you know, but I'm still three and two. Let me, let me get a few things right. But the reason I wasn't super elated was because I saw some things that just really gave me some PTSD, PTSD from last year and, and previous years in general. Dumb penalties, dumb penalties when you should be getting off the field. Third and seven. Love Max Crosby. He's been fantastic this year, playing at an unbelievable level. That roughing the passer penalty was inexcusable by him. That's been, he's not one of those guys that's been in the league for 15 years that, like, when you used to be able to hit the quarterback, that's been a rule for all of Max Crosby's career. And he he had time to pull off. He had time to pull off, even just, just get out of the quarterback's way. It's third and seven. You got the pressure on the quarterback. You won. You forced a bad throw over the middle. Raiders would have been off the field. And you just certain things like that are, are just something that remind you from last year. Gruden getting conservative in the second half. I thought John Gruden called a fantastic game from like the second and the third in the parts of the third quarter. I was like, man, he is cooking. He had a third down play where he had Henry Ruggs just do that whip route in, in and out, killed him with the motion. And it was fantastic. There were plays like that, but then all of a sudden Gruden just becomes that conservative one. I was watching the game and I'm like, they'd get in the red zone. They'd get in the red zone in the fourth quarter. I'm like, this first play is going to be a run to Peyton Barber and they're going to gain maybe one yard gets a one-yard run in second and nine. I knew that. Why wouldn't Brian Flores? So what I mean is, like, there were certain things that reared their head from last year that made that win, like, oh, no, you know, that first red flag in the road. Because even, okay, against Baltimore, a couple of those were bad, but a couple of them felt fluky. You know, like the ball bouncing off Snead's head. It's like, okay, that's just really unlucky. Felt unlucky as a Raider fan, same old Raiders, but I'm like, okay, they're playing well. Steeler game, like the defense was bailing them out time and time again, and the offense was making big plays. But, you know, there were just certain things that really, really pissed me off in the in this game that was just like, man, they were up by 11. Like, I know Carlson missed the extra point. It should have been 12, but up by 11, there were – against Jacoby Brissett, you just have to put that game away sooner to be that next level of team. Now, don't get me wrong. 3-0 is a great start. It's fantastic. But I, I, was, I was hoping that they would make a statement when this went this week. And it looked like they were on the way to doing that, being down 14 early and then coming back, taking complete control of the game and going up by 11. I was like, boom, you put this game away, win by double digits, get a turnover late, something like that. Damn. Like you make a statement like, hey, this, this is a new Raider team. This is not the first two years of, of Gruden or three years of Gruden. This is year four of Gruden, but like you, you want to, you want to see that manifest. And I, I thought today it was like, you know, it's still good that they won because an old Raider team would have lost this game. I, I completely agree. But, you know, uh, uh, just another DJ in here says in the chat, it's not the most exciting three and zero start. I disagree. I believe it is the most exciting three and zero start because it's too exciting. Today shouldn't have been an exciting game. I know what you mean. By the way, you're not excited because you you think we might revert back to old ways. But I'm saying it's too exciting. I, these games need to be blowouts. Blowout teams in games that you can blow them out. Now, still, again, they put themselves in a hole early. I, I understand. 
I understand that they put themselves in a hole early, came back, but they, they had a chance to really take control of that game. And they didn't late. And that, and that scares me for next Monday against the chargers where chargers, I've been a guy saying they're overhyped, but it's like, you know, they, they, they hung, they just won at arrowhead and hung with the chiefs and, and outplayed the chiefs to be honest. So they're feeling great and they're going to be playing an undefeated Raider team. Um, quote unquote at home it's a home game for the Raiders so that's always nice but yeah you know I, I I'm not gonna I, I I shouldn't have done that I didn't do this right away after the game because I was kind of like negative I was kind of negative I was like ah, nobody's gonna want to hear that no one's gonna hear a negative guy after three and oh like and I, I'm not I'm just saying like hopefully this is just a fluke hopefully these because it just felt eerily similar to a game last year. I felt like in a time machine traveling back to last year where I was like, oh, no. It felt like the Miami game last year. That's That was the scariest part about it. It felt like the Miami game from last year. <laughs> With the same team. Backup quarterback. No. This is bad. Penalties late. But you know what? They They held up in coverage on the back end, and that's what saved the game. Trayvon Mullen. Hell of, hell of a play down the field on a couple plays, some great coverage. Um, I do notice it to be a kind of a strange thing that he always gets hurt whenever he gets beat on a play and makes a physical play when he gets beat. But <laughs> but then when he makes like a huge physical play, he's like not hurt. It's, it's the weirdest thing in the world. I hope he's okay because his injuries always look season ending. Trayvon Mullen, the way he act, reacts to it. I'm not saying he's soft. I'm just saying the way he reacts to it, it always looks like a season ending injury. Hell, they might as well have a priest reading like last rites to the guy, like while while he's hurt. Yeah, fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty in this game. That was the other thing. I'm glad. I'm glad DJ brought this up right here. That was the other thing. The fourth and twenty. The Gasecki where he catches it on the fingertips and miracle catch, and you're just like, well. It was fun while it lasted, you know, 2-0. We're going to drop a very winnable game at home against Miami. Just same old, same old type stuff. And, you know, like I said, to the to the credit of the Raiders, they ended up winning the game. I, ju- I just don't know how sustainable this is, especially with when that being against Jacoby Brissett. There's nothing I don't like about the Raiders right now. It's, it's that offensive line early was a disaster. Snapping the ball over Carr's head. Look, Andre James, we all know he stinks. It was bad. Everybody called it. There were like three people who, if their own grandmother was a starting center for the Raiders, they'd be like, actually, you know what? She's really good in a West Coast offense. You just don't understand. She's 84. Um, but she, she's, you don't understand. Like, she's unbelievable. Just because she's on the Raiders. Those are the people that defended Andre James. This guy's clearly not an NFL center. We need to take the L on this deal. How is Nick Martin worse than that? He can't be. He cannot be worse than Andre James. That was awful by him. If you're bad at pass blocking, and which he's better at pass blocking than run blocking, but if you're just an absolute sieve in the run game and you and you just you're a liability, I at least need a clean snap to the quarterback. He's not new to that snapping the ball. He's been doing that for a long time in practice. Boom, snapping that to the quarterback. 
snapping wobbling punts to the guy. Like, what is going on? Don't want to be too negative. I, I just that 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 concerns me. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm putting Chris Jones right up in Andre Jones or Andre Jones, Andre James ass just all day, right in his right there in his face. Just YMCA big brother program. Just ragged on him, just throwing him away. Just get out, get out of my face. I'm putting, I will seriously put my best any good pass rusher I would put in front of him and any good run stuffer in front of him. It's dude, I, I need a clean, I need a clean snap. I need that. Again, I, I have I, I'm fine with Leatherwood. I, I, I knew this was gonna be a problem. I knew year one this wasn't gonna be good. I like I love Colton Miller. False start late, whatever. That's fine. But like he's been he's been great. I think he got beat once or twice today. I'd have to look back and remember who that was. I think Jalen Phillips might have got him or Ogba got him pretty good. But if that's gonna happen here and there with a the left tackle, he's been phenomenal. John Simpson makes a mistake here and there. There was a, there was a play early on the first series where I believe three Raider in the entire interior O line, both guards in the center, were blocking one guy. Which, when the other team's rushing four, you do the math. Car got sacked. But you know, I, I just you know, I have Andre James. We've talked about that enough. Now I'm seeing somebody in here says, "Hey, on the bright side." If your offense was to have a weak spot, wouldn't you want it to be interior O-line? I I don't know. I mean, yes, I would rather have better tackles, right? But the problem is, is Leatherwood right now is a weak spot in pass protection. I'm not, I look fine with the pick now. I, I can live with Alex Leatherwood. I, he does some he does some special stuff in the run game. It's there. I understand he's gonna he's gonna prove his value on this team eventually. We'll see about it this year in pass blocking. But, you know, Illuminor, guys like that, it's a weakness. Not a, a lot of teams have bad offensive lines right now. I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's just we just knew it was going to be bad with Andre James. You know what I mean? Like, I that everybody knew. I believe everybody that's watching this program right now live knew that Andre James was going to be bad at center. Right? We all knew. That's why it's bad. But but look, I don't. They're three and zero. I'm I, I feel spoiled right now. I feel I feel like I I I, uh, I don't really I don't remember where I came from. I'm like that you know person that comes from like a low income neighborhood that gets super rich and then just doesn't do anything for my neighborhood and stuff like that. Moves out of there. Does all. I feel like that guy right now. Three and zero. I'll take it every single time. I just got a little triggered at the end. I got a little triggered. I started seeing stuff from old Raider teams there where I thought maybe like we were we we're done with those days. Just, just a little concern. That's all it is. Chargers next on Monday. Let's beat them. I think it's going to be a battle. I think this, it's going to be another epic game like this. I, I don't know if the Raiders are going to win or lose that game. Um, the Chargers did look good today. I, I don't think they're invincible, but I, I, I do think they're better than the Chiefs right now. Like, I think the Chiefs are right now. They might figure it out. And actually, Andy Reid just got, I believe, had to go to the hospital. So, you know, hey, we. Chiefs Raiders rivalry, but we want the best for Andy Reid, just his health and stuff like that. So um, we'll see what happens there. But you know, it, it's gonna be a battle. The Broncos are three and zero, but holy shit, like that! I wish we did the BCS for the NFL, right? Remember the old BCS rankings? Broncos would be like, yeah, play somebody, play somebody good. 
Oh, I the jet the jets are off. The jets are off. But yes, like this is a great buffer. I do think I just want I just want to be able to beat those good those bad teams. And I don't think Miami's a bad team. I just think they're in a bad spot right now. Thought that that the Raiders could have made their offensive line look worse, and they didn't. And I just want to I really want to just separate ourselves from that bunch of the, of the NFL and and really start ascending into that top six or seven teams in the NFL, which I know the Raiders can be. The, the talent is there right now. Let me tell you about somebody who's been playing phenomenal football, Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs. What, like, fifth-round pick. This guy is balling right now. Does that guy miss a tackle? He he just, like, he has, like, like a Batman grappling hook for hands. Like, he'll get on you, and you're like, oh, you know, this guy's going to shake that tackle. You almost expect almost every one-on-one from, like, a skill position player with a DB, you expect it to end in at least a missed tackle. Then a guy cleans it up, you know? No, Nate Hobbs just grappling hook, just digs into your clothes like that, just takes you down. He says, I thought John Groom was going to cover the 4.5 in OT. I love the way your brain works, AO Aaron. I love the way your brain works. Um, I was thinking about that too. I was like, ooh, are they going to cover or are they going to win? And uh, that was another thing today. I get nervous and I need them to shake to I'm not even worried about the Raiders covering. I never touch the Raider games usually, like unless I like the over or something, um, which should have taken today, I guess. But I don't usually touch the Raiders, especially on the spread. But like when I see their fa- their favorite by four points, I get I get nervous, man. They're so, they're I love them as an underdog because they play close games, but as a favorite, you're like, oh man. Yeah, I, I just hope they're not buying into their own hype and stuff. I think this game did wake their shit up a little bit. Gruden was really hyped up in the press conference, which absolutely you win a game in overtime. You're three and zero, as Gruden would say. It's tough to win games in this league. But I'm just saying, let's just keep an eye out on these problems here. They got to do something about this interior line. I don't, I don't know if all year I want to watch that. They got better as the game went on. But, man, I don't know if I want to watch just bad snaps. High I would see early high snaps would equal high throws from Carr if you saw that early. I, I did on the first few series. But they got it right. They 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 got it right. They there were times where this team looked way better than it's ever looked. Like I said, rugs, huge catches, toe tapping on the sideline a couple times. Contorting, twisting in the air, showing athleticism. I still don't understand what the hell he does as a kick returner. He just runs, he has no wiggle. He'll just run straight into somebody's back. Don't understand it. Whatever. I don't really want him back there on kick returns. That doesn't need to be a thing. But He's playing his ass off. Last couple of games, very convincing from, from Ruggs and Edwards, I should say. Um, Waller doesn't have to carry this offense, which I like. They're still able to score 30 without, you know, Waller's not a fine game. He just wasn't, wasn't huge in the game. He didn't have to have 19 targets like he did against Baltimore. But, hey, at the end of the day, they battled. They won. Um, the Raiders are 3-0. and I'm watching – the Niners come back against Green Bay, but even they're having some a tough time in this game too against Green Bay. It's it's tough to win. It is tough to win in this league, and the Raiders won three in a row. Um, 
I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's let's have a let's have a battle against the Chargers Monday night. I hate my work schedule. I hate when they play weeknights. So hopefully, I'm home in time for the game um, against the Chargers. But I should have another episode for you uh, later in the week. But just wanted to see. Uh, Somebody said Arnett still let's see, but yeah, yeah, he has not looked like the liability that he did last year. I, I definitely think that the system just fits him better. I don't know how good he is isolated as a player, but you know, he's made he's made some plays. He he hasn't he hasn't looked like a disaster in coverage. Um, and Miami's receiving core is pretty good. They have some physical receivers like Devontae Parker had some looks deep. Will Fuller had some looks deep. They were there. The throw was there. Raiders made plays deep. So um, that's not bad. Let's keep Casey Hayward healthy, though. Holy shit, dude. That's one of the best free agent signings of the year, and you can't tell me otherwise. Again, Trevon Merrick, let's get him developed. If he develops into a real good roving deep safety, then, man, I I do have high hopes for this defense. Um, Need to see a bit more consistency out of the pass rush, especially later in the game. Uh, I saw Ferrell out there. It's it's Clue and Ferrell. He's just slow. He's just slow. We just needed a faster guy there sometimes. He would actually beat the guy. And then when the quarterback, he'd have to pursue Brissette, it, it just looked like he was running in quicksand. Another thing, has anybody ever noticed this, like, about uh, Unique Ngakwe, who had some really nice rushes today, like, truly, really, like, blew up some plays, screen passes and stuff. Does he ever look, like, offsides to you? Like, like he jumps way earlier? There were a couple times where I thought Unique Ngakwe was going to get called for offsides and it didn't happen. I don't know. That could have just been me. Maybe he just was, like, super guessed right on the snap count. But, like, I was like, damn. I really thought he uh, he got back. Uh, that wasn't an interception, by the way. I'm looking in the chat. I don't think Merrick was actually down in bounds, and I don't believe he actually caught the ball from on his interception. I, I – it was, a, it was a hell of a play by him to come over and make that play. Mullen just got a little grabby. I, I kind of get where Mullen was coming from there, but it, he was in good position. He didn't really need to do that. I thought Mullen, should, Mullen felt like he was stumbling a little bit, maybe, and just grabbed on. Just didn't want to go up that touchdown. The deep, the deep, It's not a disaster in the deep, deep passing game. In fact, I, I think that's been the best part of this defense so far is their deep down the field play on in coverage I, I i think that's actually been the best part it's what i expected out of this team i thought that was going to be the good part about having this young fast secondary in a very simplified scheme so yeah that, that's it for me tonight guys i'm gonna enjoy the rest of this game uh kick back but that was uh another crazy intense game that i, I didn't feel like needed to be intense but the raiders won and uh that's it for me i'm uh glenn rock um at Glenn Rockney on Twitter, uh, getting in trouble with Chiefs fans for trash talking Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, once again, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is bad, and I believe he's an NFL draft bust. Um, prove me wrong. Change my mind. Fumbling today. He's just not that good. I don't even think he's going to, he's going to play in the league for a while, I think, but he's like, come on, man. The Chiefs, imagine how much better the Chiefs would be if they had taken Kyle Duggar with that pick. T. Higgins with that pick. All these guys were available, by the way. DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to talk a little shit about the Chiefs. I cannot wait to play the Chiefs this year. I think the Raiders are going to match up very well with the Chiefs this year. But we got the Chargers on Monday. Probably going to be a little later in the week that I do the uh, um, preview episode just because the game's a little bit later. But uh, everybody stay safe. Have a good week. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. All right, guys.